You've created your business and now it's time to protect it. Whether it's your podcast, speaking engagements that you do virtually or live on in-person stages or the community that you've built, you want to make sure that what you've created is taken care of and well protected. This is where AWB contract templates come in. They're customizable, quick and easy to complete and cost a fraction of working with a lawyer one-on-one. They have tons of options available so you can choose the ideal one for your business needs. It's an instant download. You get a Word doc template, you fill in the blanks and in about 20 minutes, you're all done. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash contracts today to pick out your new business contracts. And when you check out, be sure to use the code play for 20% off your contract purchase. That's P-L-A-Y in all caps for 20% off. Protect your business with AWB contract templates. The urgency that you are pressing is done to somehow save or recapture time or resources for you. Who is paying the price for your reclamation? Because the reality of it is, is that urgency intersects with white supremacy when it deprioritizes equity. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Pause on a Play. As always, it's amazing to see you here where you are reminded to examine your beliefs, question your predisposed notions, and consider realities you may be unfamiliar with in order to understand that they too are real. I am your host and conversation MC for the day, Erica Corday, here to get the dialogue going. So I want to start off with a question. Where are you playing a role in giving or receiving urgency and its harmful side effects? I know that's probably a big question. I dumped you right in the deep end, didn't I? <laughs> sorry, not sorry. So Oxford Languages defines urgency as importance requiring swift action. So when I think about something that requires swift action, I think about, you know, dismantling racism. I think about a car accident. I think about a health crisis. I think about someone is having a heart attack. I think about... Feeding a child is a certain amount of urgency, not quite the same, but I think you get where I'm going. And I think that things that are actually urgent, like putting out a fire on a burning house, that type of urgency has somehow gotten conflated with things like, I need that TPS report back ASAP. The TPS report is fine. It's not urgent. Don't know. It's fine. I mean, maybe in in Businesslandia, you know, it's urgent. But it's not urgent, like putting out flames. Urgency feels like a word that has been overused in context to the wrong things. And it is, to me, a part of creating a culture that reinforces stigmas and health challenges and all types of other undesired outcomes. (laughs) Because, I mean, the reality is some things are time sensitive. And some things are necessary to be timely, but urgency that you are imparting on something that isn't actually urgent is about your need for something to be provided prior to its actual necessary delivery, especially if it was previously agreed on in a different way. It's somehow this rush that is imparted that provides an unhealthy environment, mentally, physically, and emotionally. If you're not saving lives, Question, what is the true feeling that's 
prompting this urgency that's popping up. If that urgency that's being provided, if it's being done to somehow save or recapture time or resources for you, who is paying the price for that reclamation? I'm going to say it again. If the urgency that you are pressing is done to somehow save or recapture time or resources for you, who is paying the price for your reclamation? Because the reality of it is, is that urgency intersects with white supremacy when it deprioritizes equity. Urgency that says, I don't care about your health. I don't care about your time off. I don't care about you needing to be with your family. I don't care about you just needing to not work. Urgency that is there because I don't want to be uncomfortable. I don't want to feel this way. I want to excel and I want to do it now. And you are going to help me to do it. That type of urgency, there's no equity there. There's nothing there that is considering anyone but the person that is making the demand. That does not help anybody involved because the reality is, is that if you're the one receiving it, obviously it's harmful. And I'll give you some things that are going to explain why it's harmful. I'll give you examples of it and how I've experienced it as well. But if you're the one that's providing it, what you may be unaware of is that you are putting yourself in a position to be an agent that is deploying white supremacy as your tool. Urgency intersects with white supremacy when it prioritizes timelines or deliverables that are assigned unnecessarily that don't have to actually be assigned in this way. And unhealthy timelines, like working outside of actual working hours, on vacation sooner than promised, ignoring boundaries. You know, nobody that you're giving that to is going to feel like, yeah, you really made me step up. No, they're going to feel like you're being an asshole. You likely are. Urgency intersects with white supremacy when it prioritizes output to mental health and physical or emotional wellness. When output is valued over someone's mental, physical, and emotional health and wellness or betterment, it is a tool of white supremacy. When urgency is intersecting with white supremacy, it pushes, okay? This is what happens. This person that is really like, you you gotta do this. They are pushing to escape discomfort in that moment or in that situation. And so because of that, any opportunity for growth that might have been there is gone because they're speeding through an undesirable part of the process. You don't want to go through the uncomfortable part of, I don't know what's happening, or I need to get this to somebody now because I need to know the answer. I need to know the outcome. I need you to do this now because I don't want to have to have this linger in my brain that I'm overthinking that you have nothing to do with. So I'm going to now put my urgency and all my discomfort on you. And because I'm in a position that I can do that to you, I'm going to utilize that hierarchical advantage and I'm not going to feel bad about it. That's fuck shit. Sorry to tell you. Not okay. Not okay at all. And urgency when deployed that way is a tool of white supremacy. Now, there are actually things that have, you know, time sensitive due dates attached to them. I have a sticker on my tag on my car. If I don't put it on at a certain point, somebody doesn't know if my car is stolen. I get it. I got to do it by a certain point. But if I knew that I got a notice well, three months ago and all of a sudden, I go to motor vehicles and I'm yelling at the person behind the counter because they're moving too slow because I need this right now. That's not their fault. I, if I waited until 
the day before the due date, whose fault is that? Mine. When I deploy urgency on that person to move faster because I'm uncomfortable, that's my fault. I have to deal with that. That that's not okay. It's not acceptable. And, you know, the reality is, is that if we think about this in the context of business, you know, urgency is not when we're prioritizing learning and benchmarks. We're trying to be better. We're trying to take in information or content. We're trying to create metrics so that we can figure out whether or not our efforts are actually helping. But where urgency likes to show up is when we prioritize those benchmarks arbitrarily with zero context and without addressing any consistent starting place or consistent access. I think about schools. If you are assuming that all of these kids need to be able to read at a certain level by a certain time, but you don't address who has specific roadblocks that are keeping them from being able to start off at the same place, to progress at the same level or support in order to continue progressing at all. Your urgency, because you want your numbers and your stats to look good, is being done at the expense of those that actually need the support and could actually benefit from these benchmarks that you're trying to hit. I hope, I hope that makes sense because seriously, that happens a lot. It happens way too often. Let me give you another one. Because I, I think here it's important for you to understand. I'm not saying, hey, we don't need deadlines and due dates. There are certain things that should have them. Milk probably does need to have a due date on it, even though I need you to stop drinking cow's milk, but I digress. I don't want you sick. So a due date on your milk, like drink by, that's great. But we also have to really think about where do we not need it? If that, you know, if we're really going to start dismantling things, let's, let's think about where it's helpful and where it's not. So another example of what urgency isn't is setting clear expectations for communication. Hey, we work together. I'm letting you know when I work. I'm letting you know when I answer emails. I'm letting you know when I happen to be out of office. And notice that I said out of office because out of office means I'm not here. If I choose to share, I can, but I don't have to tell you if I'm on vacation. I don't have to tell you if I'm sick. I don't have to tell you if my kid is sick. I don't have to tell you if I had to go see my therapist today. I don't have to tell you if I felt like laying butt naked in the middle of my bed today. That's my goddamn business. I'm out of office. Period. Okay. Urgency is not setting clear expectations for communication in that kind of way. However, what urgency is, is circumventing said expectations to assuage guilt, discomfort, or personal designation of priority on the person pushing it out. So this person is like, I'm important and I need you to answer my emails today. Why aren't you responding to my emails? Hey, I know you're off, but I just sent you an email five minutes ago. Can you send that over to me? I need it now. That is urgency. That is white supremacy showing up. And I also want to remind you that just because it's a tool of white supremacy, it is used toward people that are not white. And it is also used in kind to people that are white. You can do it to one another. You can do it to yourself. It's a shitty standard that is deployed to make people feel as though they are either going to respond a certain way or they're going to feel lesser than. It is a tactic that is used against people of color time and time again, black people, brown people, Asian people, Indian people, Hispanic people, you name it, Native American, indigenous, you name it. It is used against everyone. 
but it's a system that is used to maintain the existence of that system. Don't support it. And when you are supporting it, I want you to know some of the side effects that can happen. Because if you think, oh, it's not a big deal. I just needed this one email. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. You are imparting the possibility of people feeling, and it's likely coming from you. Now, I want to acknowledge people, you can't feel what you don't allow. Let me try to rephrase it. I can't feel something from somebody else if I don't allow myself to feel it. However, you can still be trying to throw it at me like nobody's business. And sometimes I'm a little better than others at dodging it. However, side effects that can pop up because of urgency that somebody could feel or internalize or be exposed to, anxiety, worry, pressure, not enoughness, lack of accountability from the person that is imparting this urgency, toxic home or work environments, damaged communication, and a lack of trust in the individual or organization that's giving this and what's being said versus what it actually is. Because if you are working with someone and they're like, oh yeah, you have all the time in the world. Don't worry about it. And sure enough, three days before it's due, hey, just checking in, just wanted to see uh, how things were going. Uh, we, got, we good to go, right? Uh, still got three days while you're in my inbox. Mm-mm. Because now you're anxious. You want something now. Your sense of, I need it now, now, now is showing up. And you're passing the buck. Because you don't want to carry it. You basically are like, I'm going to walk up to you. I'm going to put this suitcase down and I'm going to let you pick it up. No, no, we're not doing that. No, it's not okay. And I've experienced it, unfortunately, <laughs> you know, quite a bit. And some of the, the, the things that come up, you know, unfortunately, have, have come from years ago. Like I remember times working in countless jobs where I had to justify why I was sick. I mean, you really can't come in today. Uh, I mean, it's just going to really put us in a bad spot. You know, if I'm, if, if, if I say I'm sick, I'm sick. I mean, are you throwing up? I mean, are you sick, sick? Uh-uh. Because whether I'm physically ill, whether I am emotionally ill, it doesn't matter. If I'm caring for somebody that's ill, if I can't get there, I can't get there. But that's been pressed on me my entire working career. And if it isn't about me calling out and having to justify why I'm sick, it's just this whole kind of rhetoric of don't call out sick. They won't call you back or you might lose your job. That's not okay. That's never okay. No one should ever feel as though they can't be human or risk losing their job. That is a threat. That's not acceptable. I've had to deal with the people that want to work with me ASAP because for whatever reason, that need to not be called out as racist sat on their chest last night. They woke up and they needed to push me. Even if I say I'm not available right now, it's like, you sure? Like not now? Any sooner? And it's like, uh, no, no. Because my mental health and well-being has to be prioritized. And I mean, I can only do what I can do as well. There's actually only a certain amount of time in the day that I have the work. And there's only a certain amount of things that I can do. So while there is that part of me that is a people pleaser and wants to continue to do all I can 
to further the work that I do, I'm human. And I try to create real boundaries for myself so that I don't burn out because I can't help anybody else. And I have priorities of who and how I am and who I support that are more important than the work that I do. Like being a friend, being a mother, like being a human, like that is more important. And so there are times that people have to understand that if you put urgency on it because you need it right now, the question is, why was it not urgent yesterday? Why did it not matter to you prior to now? And why is it that you are offloading this urgency on someone else? Because it is uncomfortable to you. And you could possibly feel that and communicate it in a different way. I think we've all heard since we've probably been young, you know, it's not what you do, it's how you do it. And that definitely shows up here. And if you are, I've had people that are working with me and, you know, you can't push to get through this faster. You know, the work that people do with me, <laughs> I, I need to be anti-racist in six months. Can we do that? Can we, can, can we set that deadline? Great. No, that's not how that works. It's not how that works. This is not something that's so tangible that you can put a due date on it. There's no, you know, mail by sticker that goes on it. There is no broken, if not anti-racist by sticker on the box. That's not how it goes. And I don't say any of this because my intention is to shame anyone. But if you feel the shame, please pay attention to where you may have been a part of this. I think at some point, all of us have had urgency. And I think right now it's really important to pay attention to it because with the way that COVID is right now, which it's, you know, kind of sad to even think about the fact that, I mean, it's been like two years and still not quote unquote gone. But, you know, between where COVID is right now and the great resignation, the workforce looks very different. And so think about if you're going to get, you know, groceries, supplies, food, you know, if you're sitting on hold for customer service, things probably took a little longer. Some things are probably not available or they're out of stock. Some things you just can't do when you want to or how you want to or maybe even at all. And so it's important to also notice where your own urgency or, or need to have shows up. We all have it. But paying attention as to when it comes up and when it's trying to use you as an agency or agent, rather, when it is trying to use you as an agent for white supremacy, pay attention to it. Notice it. Give yourself grace. Tell it no, not today, not tomorrow. And begin to notice where you can evolve it and do it differently. Notice where you can put boundaries in place to be able to address when it does come up so that it feels less like this challenge to address. Put on the front end. You know, for some people, it's putting it in their email signature. For some people, it's putting it in their company handbook, in their, you know, we're a good fit to work with or we're not a good fit to work with if. And being able to address, you know, where urgency is, is not desirable, where it's not helpful, you know, how you don't deploy it, um, how you actively try to seek out where it shows up and, and, and to dismantle it and its, dis, its, its harmful effects. It's a process, not a destination. The whole point of me bringing this to the surface is to be able to acknowledge something that we can all pay attention to 
and work at doing better with. No more, no less. And figuring out how to do anything better is always a whole lot easier when you know what your values are. You can't figure out where that place is of evolution in the midst of a less than desirable moment unless you know where you want to go. Your values are the vessel. Your values are the thing that is going to support you in being better. It's going to help to remind you what it is that you're actually striving for, what it is that you seek, where you want to do things differently than maybe you were conditioned to do so previously or up until now in your life. Calling it what it is, being explicit, not implicit. And being able to really lead through those values makes all the difference. And it makes it immensely, immensely easier to identify and work on where urgency shows up and where you choose to not be its agent of white supremacy. That does not mean that it is easy, but it does get easier. Thank you for letting me be on my soapbox again because urgency loves to show up and it loves to dismantle the work that I and you are doing together. It loves to keep people from reconsidering their normal and figuring out how things can be done differently. And for those of you that want to figure out how you can be a part of that, go on over to pauseontheplay.com forward slash explicit so that you can register for the implicit to explicit masterclass with India and I. That helps you to be able to actually do things through a lens of diversity, equity, and inclusion to identify where you want to be better, where you want to grow, where you want to evolve, and what truly matters to you. We got this. This can be done. We just have to make the choice that we really want to. So again, for being here and listening, for being here and taking in this content, however you take it in, reading it through the articles on our show notes page, which we've created for equity's purposes, or listening to the podcast through your favorite podcast player. We thank you. And until the next time, keep the dialogue going. Bye. Ready to get clear on what matters? Let's do this. From implicit to explicit is a framework that helps you to get clear on what matters and how it informs the way you live and lead in your workplace. Whether it's focusing on the team building and connection that can happen when you talk about what matters to you as a person or how it informs the outcomes that you seek in your business, it can all completely change the game. Having clarity on what your values are and how this shapes the way your work creates the foundation for every action that you take, and then sharing this information across your team explicitly. This is what creates confidence and integrity in what it is that you are creating and sharing with the world. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash explicit to learn more about this collaborative and interactive workshop and sign up today. Ready to lead through your values?